Channel 10. <laughs> I want to give you a big thank you for checking out the Channel 10 podcast and ask you to please support the show by subscribing, rating, liking, commenting, favoriting on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcast from. That little bit definitely helps us to grow and expand the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you have any questions, comments, sponsorship opportunities, or just want to say what's up to the Channel 10 Podcast, you can shoot us an email, channel10podcast at gmail.com. Or you can also send us a text or leave us a voicemail. Just hit us up at 443-885-0997. Also, please check out channel10podcast.com. There you can check out all of the back episodes of the show, as well as keep up with everything that Singard Superior and myself, Artic, have going on. There you'll also find links to all of our social media to connect with us. And also, you can order a t-shirt by clicking on the link at the top of the page. Also, you can show support by shopping through our Amazon portal at no cost to you whatever you buy we'll get a little percentage of it so you know definitely show some support we really appreciate it channel 10 podcast presents the wu-tang podcast where we break down the wu-tang clan's discography album by album check it out at wutangpodcast.com and search for wu-tang podcast wherever you get your podcast from Definitely rate, subscribe, support that show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We really appreciate it. Aside from this podcast, both myself and Singar Superior have a lot going on. You can check out all of Singar Superior's new music by going to SingarSuperior.com or looking out for them on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, wherever you get your music from. Same thing for myself. Check out everything I have going on at TheAlmightyAR.com. We used to be like, see, that channel 10. And we used to think the people would catch on. You know, but if you're not from Queens, <laughs> if you don't got Time Warner or whatever, like, well, I, I got to do that. it, yo. Yeah, yo, what up, man? It's a different yeah. channel, son. What up? Hold on, man. What up? Watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. It's all good. What up? All good, baby. In every hood, son. What up? Yep. CNN Network Channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas is grown men. Whoa, face. Gather your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. CNN Network Channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas that's grown men. Bold face. Gather your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. Yo. We are back once again. This is the Channel 10 Podcast. It is I, the almighty AR, our tick in the building, and I'm alongside the one, the only, Sing God Superior. And, um, man, this has been a crazy couple weeks, man. How's everything going for you? Man, I don't, I don't know. I think this is, uh, you know, one of my, one of the more darker periods that I've had in quite a long time. Honestly, I mean, even with that though, you've um, you put some new music out. Yeah, yeah, I did, man, and uh, I'm pretty sure it probably reflects the mood I'm in right now. Um, it's called Bonaparte, so it's a little, you know, like a little, you know, one minute dark, uh, kind of reflecting on Bonaparte's life, whatever, whatever like that. So you can go and check that out on Title. Uh, Bandcamp, Apple Music, wherever you stream, wherever you get your music, it will nine times out of ten be there. So go ahead and check that out, download it, whatever you gotta do. Um, also, uh, go ahead and uh, check out the Coro CP while you're at it. Um, you know, some nice abstract, spaced out hip hop. If you do shrooms and shit like that, then it'll probably suit you. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, and it's just like. It's just crazy, like trying to balance everything. And um, we had a conversation probably like a week or maybe a little bit more ago just about, um, you know, continuing to do music while living life. And um, you were saying that, you know, you kind of hit a um, I guess your stride with uh, writing and recording and actually making stuff. Right. Yeah, man. Um yeah, I, I mean, I really think that this has been, like, personally for me, like a, like a creative renaissance within, like, the past year, just doing different things and, 
I think even getting older because I remember when I was a bit younger and I would, you know, talk to you and, and my brother about, you know, writer's block and just trying to figure out what to write. And, you know, sometimes living life is like the best antidote. Yeah, man. Maybe it's a sign I need to live some more life because it's like I'm at the point now where I sit down and it's becoming a bit easier slightly to write, but it's still not all the way coming together. Um, and if I meant to send you this joint, I started. Um, but, you know, it's just not sounding like myself. It feels like I, I guess, you know, writing is a muscle and you have to use it. And I haven't been using it <laughs> um, like I probably should. So that's probably why I'm getting the output that I'm getting. But, you know, I'm gonna get back on track, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start dropping this fire and everything. Um, you know, it's just been a lot like. Um, I think last time we had, you know, an episode with us just talking, you were sick. And then shortly after that, I got sick and man, that just, it just knocked me way out of whack. Like, yeah, you know, I was looking through the, uh, through the, um, our Skype, uh, correspondence or whatever, whatever you call it. And the last time we got on Skype was September 30th. Man. It is now what, October 28th, I think. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, even though sometimes, you know, we might not hit you every, every week, but, you know, definitely stay locked in because, you know, we keep these joints coming and we definitely appreciate the love that, you know, we've been getting. And, you know, I mean, the views have been going up a little bit, um, even on episodes where we don't necessarily expect them to. So, you know, shout out to everybody listening and, um, you know, definitely check out all our back episodes at channel10podcast.com. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and, you know, reach out to us, channel10podcast at gmail.com. Just just don't send us any whack <laughs> shit. Like, some of the things that come through the email, it's like, yo, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, and you know, like I always like I always like kind of hated people that would like do shit like this, but now I think I I, I kind of understand it after you know some things from like the past two weeks or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I I don't know. I mean, you know, like just based on the quality and like you know just the fact that they think that we should you know use our time to like talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a lot of um, people that we've had on and things that we discuss are people who came through the email or hit us on Twitter or something like that. But it's like for every one of those is two where it's like, you know, I appreciate you trying to get your stuff out. But at the same time, you got to you got to get it together, bro. Like this ain't this ain't popping right now. Like something isn't it isn't clicking. It's like. It would be like if me in the stage that I'm in right now were to try to send something out and get something popping where, you know, clearly that's not what I should be doing right now, um, you know, based off of the content that I have right now. If you go back to my old stuff, my old stuff is fire. Almighty AR, the almighty AR.com. Check it out. But, you know, once I get my sword sharper again, I might reach out and, you know, try to hop on some other people's podcasts and things like that. But you know, when you're not ready, you're not ready. True. And also uh, with you and the whole vegan rap nerd thing, you know, you got you got uh, you got some reaching out, right? Well, someone reached out to you. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got to get on that. Um, you know, um, it's a feature. I'm not I'm not going to speak on it too, too much until it actually happens. But because um, I'm still in the process of redesigning that and then redesigning um you know my almighty ar website and then getting a couple other things tightening up some things with channel 10 and wu-tang podcast but you know definitely look out for a feature on me coming soon coming from the the uh vegan world and it's like you know it's crazy just existing in all these different worlds and trying to keep up with everything and still get some sleep like i feel like i feel like you know sleep is so important and there's so much research that's coming out about it and you spend a third of your life sleeping or you're supposed to and it's supposed to have this great quality on your life and i feel like when i get sick it's because i haven't been sleeping right yeah man uh yeah sleeping stress can do it man but um I, i've been meaning to ask you uh 
you know, how do you feel, you know, getting some, you know, love in the, you know, in the vegan world? Um, it's, it's interesting because, um, it's not something that I've, I've been, you know, a part of or aware of, um, my entire life, like I have with hip hop, but, um, and it's something that, you know, I continue to learn and, you know, learn about nutrition, learn about social issues, um, um, you know, study and, you know, look at different things about ethics and just the way the world is structured and, you know, how I contribute to it, how I can, you know, make it better or contribute to making it worse. And, um, I feel like, you know, just me putting certain things out there, um, and just getting a little bit of love from that one is dope because it's like, I haven't even turned all the way up on it yet and kind of put everything together. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what can progress, uh, when it comes to that. Um, cause that was just, you know, me posting a couple things on the vegan rap nerd Instagram and, you know, little concoctions that I might put together or, you know, just showing, you know, just little life things. Um, but the vegan world is interesting. Um, there are some vegan podcasts and I've been trying to listen to them and see what type of things that there are. And one of them actually made me think of my perspective on, you know, a lot of it has to do with animal rights and I'm, you know, big on rights for all sentient beings and things like that. But at the end of the day, I do understand that there's a hierarchy and, you know, human life is, you know, of course, most important. And even if you aren't eating meat, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you have to look at the conditions of, of people who are, you know, in these factory farms making vegetables, you know, you have a lot of people working in these fields, you know, in near slave or sharecropper type situations, especially some of the more vulnerable people like, um, um, you know, some of the immigrants, whether they be legal or illegal, can barely speak the language, don't really have, you know, much opportunity. And, you know, their lifespan might be 50 if they're lucky working in the fields till they pass out. And this is happening in 2016 in America and people don't know about it. So it's like, that's a whole nother aspect of things, you know, you know, you look at, you know, where you, you know, people who aren't vegan, they might get chocolate. Well, there's these kids in Africa who are dying in the fields, getting your chocolate. And it's like, you keep going down these different weird rabbit holes and, you know, just learning more and, you know, how, how do you fit? in the whole picture of of the world yeah i mean that's i mean that's true man and um you know i remember that that you know we've talked about this in depth you know and in some of our earlier episodes if not like the first 10 episodes uh, you know when i worked at the market and just seeing the you know some of these vegan motherfuckers man like man like they they say they spell all this stuff man but you know they they're swiping plastic you know they're they're using the apple put the apple pay you know with you know with an iphone that's that has glass that's made in, you know, factories in China where, you know, children have have breathed in, you know, have, have breathed in, like, you know, glass particles in their lungs and everything like that. So, I don't, there's only but so much you can really say, man. That's why I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't try to, there's only but so much you can say about someone who eats meat and whatever like that and what they do to the animals, man, when you, like, the clothes on your back come from somewhere or even like the diamond that you wear the diamonds you wear your way around your neck or something like that or even the cell phone most importantly yeah and the chips you know you know what countries are these chips coming from and, and who's making them you know you have people um, i was just talking about this with my girlfriend we have um you know people in these apple factories over in china committing suicide because of the work conditions there or you know in different clothing companies you know people working the line in these sweatshops wearing diapers because they can't get a bathroom break. So it's like you might do one thing and you might think that it's all noble and high and mighty, but you know, you have to have um, a bigger world perspective of what's going on. And, you know, you might do what you do. You know, I do what I do. And I, you know, I try to, you know, if somebody asks me about it or, you know, if I'm, you know, working on the website, I try to promote positive things about it and the positive aspects of it. But, you know, you can't beat anybody down because at the end of the day, we all have, um, I don't want to say blood on our hands, but, <laughs> um, 
you know, we all are a part of everything, you know, so you can't, you know, be all, um, uh, you know, super aggressive and evangelical about it. You know, um, I like, I like Styles P pers uh, perspective with it. You know, he's just like, you know, he's vegan and, you know, he's done the juicing thing and he just talks about the benefits that it's brought to his life. And these are the benefits that it can bring to yours in terms of changing your mood, your attitude, your overall health. And, you know, make it so that you don't have to go to the doctor and get these chronic illnesses or maybe even clear up some chronic illnesses um, by changing your life in these positive ways and bringing it to, you know, the underserved communities that don't need it. Because it's a connection too. like a lot of the food that we eat comes from slavery and it was the, you know, it's become part of our culture, but at the end of the day, a lot of it wasn't good and we keep perpetuating it. So it's like learning where that comes from and then breaking that cycle to, you know, do something that's more positive. It's like so much just to learn every day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's why, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was kind of taken aback, man, when it came to, you know, what you were telling me about this possible, you know, feature. Because, you know, you, you know, because I, I think with the whole, like, you know, the vegan rap nerd thing, you, you know, you kind of did do it like in passing. It wasn't like this big infrastructure that you were trying to build it was just something that you know at least from uh, at least from my perspective that you were just doing because you know it was like a it was a journey that you were trying to document you know as well as maybe get some information out there but you just did it you know on your own terms and you know on your own time yeah pretty much that and you know i post things on instagram you know sporadically right now and it updates the website automatically and i do use the website and the twitter you know to promote other adventures as well but it's just crazy that people take notice so and that you know i get some clicks on the ads you know sometimes and it brings a little adsense money um and then you know i'm thinking about a way i'm thinking about doing like a series um of you know like a vegan cooking thing maybe like a little video thing or something like that um or maybe like a podcast um, something short, maybe with some recipes or tips and things like that. I haven't really structured it out yet. And that's another thing to add to the plate when I'm trying to manage all these other ones. But, um, you know, something for down the pipeline. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're like, you know, there are some like some, you know, some I always say some relatively prominent people within, I guess, these these weird, you know, worlds that we do kind of, you know, uh, you know, deal with. That follow like the vegan rap nerd Twitter, and they don't even follow the damn the, the damn podcast or us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, you never know who you're affecting, who you're touching, you know, who's watching, and who is on the same page as you. Like, who would have thought Styles P would be promoting, you know, health and veganism? You, I mean, just in hip hop, you have Styles P, you have Russell Simmons, um, I think Nelly and the whole Saint Lunatics, or at least vegetarian um prodigy um i think he might be vegan or if he's not vegan he's um you know very health conscious about what he puts i think he's pescatarian um i, I think so pescatarian. Yeah. okay you have um um you know charlemagne the god he's meat but you know he you know speaks about not having fried foods and things like that um so you know it's just it's just Number one, spreading the message of overall, you know, trying to be healthier and better when, you know, it's not the thing that's promoted to and um, how it can affect your overall happiness. Like I learned something the other day about when you eat something sweet um, that, that doesn't have any nutritional value, you want more and more and more. But if you eat like a fruit, it's sweet like candy might be, but then you're satiated because you're not starved of the nutrients. And I noticed that when I eat fruit, I can eat some fruit and be good for some hours. You know, just like a 7-Eleven fruit thing or mm. something like that. What about when you drink like a naked so, juice? I stop. I don't really bang with those anymore because, you know, it's, it's packaged and commercial and processed. And it's like, I'd rather just have the fruit as it comes from the ground. I do get one here and there, but I know they put some other things in it. Um, I need to scan it again with the Fujikate app. That's a dope app. Anybody out there, definitely get Fujikate on your phone. Basically, 
you can scan the barcode and then it gives you like the ingredients um, and it gives like each thing kind of a rating and then people put their own comments on it. Um, it's like crowdsource, but um, yes, I don't really trust anything in, in, a, in a bottle. Uh, well, I mean, I feel you, but so like the, I have like a weird schedule sometimes. So it's like, I try like, so like, cause sometimes I may only eat maybe like, eight, like maybe just once or twice a day. So mm-hmm. I try to like, so I've been trying to, I've been trying to, like, I've been playing around with this idea of like how to optimize like my nutrition before I walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so at one point I was dealing with, I can't, I think Boone House Farms, they had like these, these juices or whatever like that. But then I started like buying like, like the, like the large naked juices that will last me like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so my whole thing is that like, I have like, you know, cause I'm also, I'm on blood pressure medication. Which is also, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a, a contradiction, but that's a whole other story. Uh, you know, so I have like a vitamin and then, you know, I'll try to have something to eat, whether, you know, and that could be like some rice and vegetables or it could be like potato salad, you know, with like some other like some nutritional yeast in it. And then I'll have like a, maybe like, you know, like a, like a, like a cup, like literally like a, like eight ounces of like that, like other naked juice. So I can try to optimize myself and get like enough energy, you know, potassium for my brain and shit like that. Since the one that I do particularly bang with has like a lot of potassium, um, so I mm. can try to optimize my health or the nutrition that I need to get me through the day of mental strife and whatever I gotta do. Yeah, I mean, I find myself in Seven Eleven a lot, and I usually get like the biggest fruit thing that mm-hmm. they have. Now you got to be careful with that, but I've figured out the secret. The secret to getting fruit from 7-Eleven is, one, check the date. So I'll get the latest date I can find. So today is um, October 28th. So they might have some where the date on it is like good until November the 1st or 2nd. Get that. Don't get the one that's expiring tomorrow because <laughs> it's going to be sour. And you have to look at the water at the bottom. There's a lot of water at the bottom. It's not going to be good. So you got to pick your fruits from 7-Eleven right. So I'll get that. Then I'll get some mixed uh, nuts or some cashews or something. Because cashews, um, according to, uh, what is it? Forks Over Knives, one of those documentaries. It's supposed to, um, you know, help with depression and stuff like that. And then, and I'm not even a big cashew fan, but, you know, I, I don't really eat for flavor. You know, I kind of eat to get me through my day. Right. And then, you know, just for a little bullshit, I might get, you know, some chips. I'll get the, um, the, the you know, the kettle roasted sometimes. Um, and then just straight water. Or if I feel like I'm lacking on vitamin C, I try not to do the juices too much. But every once in a while, I might get some orange juice. And But really with the fruit and the nuts, that'll last you for some hours. Hmm. I don't know, well, well, not me. Well, I guess, well, you know, since, since, since I walk around everywhere, like, I'm just kind of, like, always hungry. So, I try mm. to, I try to have, like, the most filling thing I could possibly have. So, it usually involves, like, some type of, like, whole wheat bread with, like, potato salad and, you know, like, some shit, and, like, in, in spinach and shit. So, I just, I try to get, like, a whole yeah. bunch of, so, yeah, I try to get, like, a whole bunch of fiber and grain within, like, one sitting. To make sure that I'm kind of full until I can, you know, until I'm able to come back in the house and eat something else. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that that the fruit fills me up. Only thing about the fruit is that it makes you um, defecate pretty quickly. Yeah, that's that's another thing too, man. Like, you know, if you that's why, like, at one point I was eating like I was eating like straight kale and shit, like straight kale Mm -hmm. salads, like in the morning with like you know like some uh, like a boiled egg on top of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I have like two of those a day, man. I'm like, and so anyway, I, just, I had to switch to spinach, man, to make sure that, you know, I wasn't too regular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, and see, for dinner, I might have, I might just make a mix of kale, spinach, throw some um, red and black beans in it, and then maybe some navy beans or something, and then, you know, some mixed vegetables, but, you know, that's going to have you right in the morning. That's going to clear you out. So then 
you got to make sure, you know, you get that fruit in you before it's time to go to work or whatever you got to do. Because once you clear out, you're going to be hungry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. But, uh, but yeah, man, like, you know, it's a journey. And, um, you know, I kind of look at myself as an experiment, like a science experiment. That's my gut. Another thing I do is I'm... Um, you know, when I have money, I try to drink uh, kombucha, um, get my gut health right. But, um, yeah, you know, you know, our bodies, you know, we're made of chemicals and food has chemicals. And, you know, I just try to stay right. And, you know, I, I, I had to um, um, go to the doctor and they check my blood pressure and my blood pressure. They say it's good. I'm just like, you know, it's always a. That's a pride for me as a black man. Oh, yeah, it should be, man. My shit's been fucked up for over 10 years at this point, so. Yeah, man. But, like, I don't know. Um, I've been meaning to go to the herb spot, the herbalist. I just haven't been able to make it down there. But um, I'm going to go there and start getting some of that, that blood pressure tea that, that, um, that you used to get. Because, you know, that was always pretty common. I've been getting back into my tea more. My 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 uh, tea game is just... I'm just kind of all over the place right now. But they opened up a new Wegmans and uh, Owens Mills. So I've been going there and, you know, getting back on my tea games. And my green teas and my different herbal teas. And, you know, just trying to get right for this winter. Yeah, that, see, and, and, you know, that can be expensive within itself. Like, um... Well, I guess you know I, I've been I've been getting more into like the Tazo, the Tazo, Tazo, Tazo teas, whatever you call them. Yeah. So, well, I, well, it's been like for a while now, but I've really been you know enjoying in the uh, the wild sweet orange tea. Oh, I love that tea. Yeah, so it's just delicious. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> man, man used to work at Starbucks and used to bring back a bag of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah, to and I always it. think about that too, man. Because you know now I gotta I gotta spend like you know four ninety five five you know five dollars a pop when I buy a box of it. And so like that and the mm-hmm. uh, the uh, like the blueberry blossom tea they have, which is pretty was pretty dope. Mm. And then I don't think I uh, and then the uh, the the green ginger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that pretty dope one. too. Yeah, because I forgot about that one. So like my um, I remember like when my manager. My first manager at Starbucks, um, if you were ever sick, he would make this concoction of blueberry blossom tea, wild sweet orange, and green ginger tea, and he would like make you drink like a venti cup of it before like you got on the floor or like during your break to make sure that you were straight while you were uh, working. Mm. That's dope, man. Like, um, and see, I have my little tea ritual, you know, or you know, somewhat is you know, I like to get a fresh lemon. And, you know, cut it open and put the fresh lemon juice in there and, you know, mix it all up. I might add a drop of honey, um, you know, get the, the, you know, just a little bit of sweetness, but also the health benefits of it um, being antibacterial and soothing for, you know, the throat and the esophagus and all that. Um, you know, just try and, then, you know, it's just relaxing and. Now it's cold. I don't know what you know how it's been down there, but it's cold. Yeah, man. yeah, I've heard about that, man. Like dropping to like the thirties at night. No, it's yeah. shit, man. It's been today. I mean, it's been like in the seventies and eighties. If like the past week and a half, two weeks. Man, I mean, I mean, they say that we're gonna have a particularly rough winter, but um, you know, due to my new corporate situation, uh, that's gonna be financially lucrative to me. So you take the good with the bad and keep. Yeah, it man. Of course, disaster. <laughs> disasters are always good for corporations, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to flip this bread so I can get up out of this uh, corporate situation as soon as possible and be an independent black yeah, I mean, man. Yeah, you, you got that, and I got the uh, like little gig coming up in the summer, yeah. which is which is. Congratulations on yeah, that! Thank too. you, man. I got I got one person. I got well. So last time I checked, I had one person in there right now, out of forty. Mm. So we'll we'll see we'll see how how that works out. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's what's good, man. But um, I guess you know, switching gears. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot of new music that's been coming out, man. Um, uh, uh, what have you been listening to? You said you uh, peeped the Meek Mill joint, right? Yeah. So I listened to that this morning. Um. Yo, know, people get getting really creative how they how they drop things now. Like I'm, I'm always confused, man. Like, like Meek is on that Piff Apple Music and uh, Spotify, but he's not on Title. No, he's on Title. Is that like as of today or what? I think. Well, when I updated my Title app after midnight, it wasn't on there, but. Um, it was on there this morning. That's how I listened to it. Cause at first, I, you know, I got the update from I got the Dat Piff app on my phone, and they had a big countdown. But yeah, it's on uh-huh. title. So today, you know, I was I was on my on, on my street shit with the Meat Mill and the Trap of Die Three. Um, and you know they're pretty you know pretty good projects. I'm not gonna say that they um. I'm going to be spending them for that long, but it's selected songs off of each project that I gravitate towards. Yeah. So, um, I like the cover art, definitely. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, Meek Mill's kind of doing the Eminem thing. You know, people talking about him young with the dirty braids, so he kind of put that picture on there. Like, you know, this is me. This is where I come from. I definitely respected that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad at it. I mean, overall, I mean, well, I think, you know, we we were talking off air about this. I think the, uh, I think this project is better than his last project, but I am getting kind of tired of people now, you know, making like the, like the next installment of their, you know, their most popular mixtape series albums now. I mean, I, I don't know if I, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to categorize things like Drake. His next project, he's calling it a playlist, which is actually an idea that I had a while ago. And I listened to Joe Budden's prod, uh, uh, podcast. He was like, now everybody's going to start calling anything a playlist. And I was sitting there like, man, I had this idea years ago, but whatever. Um, But, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be an album unless you can buy the downloads on iTunes. But then again, I don't know. If you're going to get money for it, why not? So it's free on that piff. So I guess it's a mixtape still. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to buy it, you can buy it. I guess it's the same thing as back in the day when, you know, you could get the mixtape for free or you could buy it. You know, a lot of people would have that option for certain. Oh, yeah. But but you were able to download the, the you, were, you were at least able to download it off of that piff. And now, like, cause I was shocked because I, I thought it would be like a download link. And it was just a, a buy, a buy link. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't yeah, you can't buy that. it on that. Yeah, you can't download on that. But you gotta buy it. Oh, cause I know how that piff works. Is you know they'll you know for a big project they'll give you a big upfront sum of money so they can you know have it exclusively on their site. Because I remember with the Drake and Future, they were originally going to put it on that piff and get like $20,000 or something. But then Baby was like, nah, play boy, we got to sell this. Anyway, $20,000 seems rather low for them anyway. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe they were kicking out more. But I do know that they have those type of deals to where, you know, they give you a huge upfront sum and then, you know, put it out for free. And I guess they get the ad money. Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out like how this whole stream, like, you know, since like... A lot of like older mixtapes from like years ago are now popping up on like you know Spotify and Tidal and everything like that, and like you know like how does that work? Especially, um, especially when you like when you uh, think about the DJ who probably hosted it, you think about the various producers who were involved, and then you know maybe there are like maybe like two or three songs where the rapper is rapping over someone else's beat. How, like how does all that work out? And then a lot of these people are like on, or are on major labels. That sounds like a mess. It's called, it's called try to fly under the radar. <laughs> try not to sell too many records. I mean, like, like how? Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, from what I hear, as long as you're under ten thousand, you're good. Then you know, it's not really gonna, you know, have too many red flags because, you know, even with me putting stuff up, you know, I have some samples I haven't cleared and things like that, but. 
you know, it's probably not worth the time. But like 50 Cent, I remember he was saying he was upset because he, um, he put out a project and I think he put it out on E1 and he told him don't promote it like that. Because, yeah, he was on Aftermath, I think, but then he put out that, what was that project he put out? Um, uh, Street and Animal Ambitions? No, 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 I'm talking about when he first Oh, uh, n- um, uh, New York. Oh, guess who's back? Yeah, yeah. guess who's back. Um, I think he got in trouble for that because he wasn't supposed to do that. And he told them don't promote it, but they got greedy and went ahead and promoted it. And it, it, it so I think songs from it ended up on a billboard chart or something like that. And that wasn't a good look for him, you know, being signed to a major label. Cause he was, you know, doing his little thing on the side. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think Rotten Apple charted. Like Rotten Apple, and I I remember that uh you know my mother she was so and she was so enticed by Fifty Cent that she went ahead and bought Guess Who's Back before Get Rich Die Trying came out. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was his straight money straight to him, you know, for the most part. But oh, Guess Who's Back isn't even on title. I gotta get that again. I like all that old fifty stuff. And you know, speaking—I mean, speaking of that, uh, you know, like uh, I think I checked. Uh, you know, Bronze Nazareth's uh, "Great Migration" isn't on title. Yeah, it's not. It's on Apple Music. Uh, though. I guess I don't know. I guess it depends on how people do their distribution and everything. Um, I know my distribution is straight. Our our <laughs> distribution, <laughs> but I guess everybody doesn't have the information yet. Like um, Oskino. On a lot of his um, interviews that he's been doing recently, he talks about Neef because he said when he got out of jail, he wanted to know how to get his stuff up on iTunes and all that. And Neef was like, you got to holler at this lady from D.C. and pay like $5,000. <laughs> and then he was like, then he found out that he could just go on TuneCore <laughs> and, you know, do it like that for, you know, like $20 or something. Yeah, I'm growing kind of tired about, you know, hear, hearing him talk about that shit now. Yeah, he blowing up the spot. Yeah. But, you know, he feels like he just wants everybody to have this information. So, I mean, I mean, now it's just time to find the next thing, you know, and capitalize off that. But um Yeah, man, it's um it's just it's just an interesting time in music and how everything is distributed and 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 put out. Uh, I'm curious to see what this Drake situation this uh playlist is going to be like in december i mean yeah i mean like i mean you know the whole music scene is messed up to the i'm so confused so confused to the point that 50 cent had a gold out had a gold single so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that song yeah that was a mixtape record now i mean he's just getting his money you know whether it be tv movies or a single here and there you know he he finds ways to stay relevant. I mean, he does. I mean, but I guess his, his last, like, you know, I guess his last so-called hit wasn't that long ago. The, uh, like, the, 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 uh, the Jeremiah joint, I'm assuming that's probably his last, like, gold or platinum record. What about, um, I'm the Man? Or the I'm the Man remix? Well, that's his newest one. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. did you, did you see that, did you read that DJ Booth article about it? Nah, I didn't. I meant to. What did it say? Uh, I mean, pretty much it, it was just saying that, you know, like originally it was, um, it was a, uh, what's his name? Sonny, it was a, yeah, it Sunny was his Digital. song and I remember that. But when he came, but when 50 came up with the song, I didn't, I didn't like put two and two together for whatever reason. But apparently he was talking to Sonny Digital and he, you know, Sonny Digital sent him some beats and he just said, you know, I would just really like that song you have. And so, he just took all his vocal Sunny Digital's like lyrics off and just kept like the the chorus, and he just rapped over it and just put it out and eventually it just it got you know enough spins on you know the streaming services to the point it went gold and then also a lot of um like TV shows um they've been uh they've mm. they've been like playing it like in the credits and stuff like that, which has been a good look for him. That's what's up. I didn't even know Sunny Digital, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's been working on the album for like some years now. So he like he always like drops like songs on SoundCloud. And actually, you know, like you know, they're within like the vein of like you know the whole trap thing. But for like a producer dude that like that just started rapping, I'm assuming they aren't that bad. 
Mm. I'm surprised um 50 Cent song with Trey Songz didn't go go that smoke joint. I remember they were blowing that up on um Power 105 when it dropped off of uh, Animal Ambition. Oh. I mean, it's probably because Chris Brown is out now. <laughs> and he just came out but, with mixtape um, too, I think. Everybody got some stuff. But speaking of G Unit though, I just found out Young Buck has been locked up for some months. Oh yeah, I guess that's probably, probably didn't he like violate parole or something like that or taxes? Yeah, yeah. now something with some pro violating probation and all that. I was wondering like what happened with the whole G Unit resurgence, but um, Lloyd Banks mixtape. I still haven't had a chance to delve into that yet. Um. And then uh, Tony Ayo and uh, DJ Who Kid, they were on um, uh, DJ, what's the dude's name? The dude from England. Oh, uh, Simtex. Not Simtex. Uh, the other dude. Um, why is his name blanking? The one, that, the the the, uh, the original dude from England. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Now I gotta look it up. Hip hop DJ from London, Tim okay. Westwood. Yeah, yeah, he was on Tim Westwood. Um, well, well, they were on Tim Westwood, and um, you know, I guess they're just touring and getting money. <laughs> so I'm good for them. Yeah, man. All it takes is that one song. I mean, I mean, Yayo was good because he got all oh, nigga. Do you know who this is? It's Tony Yayo up in this bitch. You know, he can travel the world off that song for the rest of his life, probably. Yeah, I mean, his Drink Champs episode was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Anytime Yayo talks is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't do interviews that much. Yeah, I, I I guess he's too busy traveling the world and getting money. <laughs> yeah, probably. And um, I listened to Game's album, um, nineteen ninety two, and you know people were saying that it's his best album, and I'm like, I listened to the first song, and I was like, oh snap, this might be his best album, but then you know listen to it some more, it's it's good. His, he he seems to be getting better lyrically all the time, but the production just, you know, he's trying to stick to a certain theme, and you know, it made it seem seem more like a mixtape to me than an album. But it's a pretty good project overall with, um, you know, some of the songs that he has, especially that first song. Like that shit was was uh, was mm-hmm. dope. Well, I finally checked out that uh, that Rat Killer video, or whatever it's called. The, uh, yeah, Rat the, uh, the, the, the diss against, uh, Beanie Siegel. Oh, 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 um. Pest Control. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, Pest Control. Yeah, like, I don't like, I, yeah, the, like, fucking lyrics on there kind of, like, they're pretty harsh, man. Like, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, with the shit he said about The Rock, he said he's supposed to be throwing up The Rock and not smoking it. I was like, yeah. damn, like that's like he had some creative ass lyrics on there. Like that shit must have really touched his heart or someone's writing for him. I mean and then the way he came at O'Malley, like from that oh, yeah, freestyle. And it, it, yeah, and then because yeah. of that, yeah, then I went ahead and I looked at the O'Malley freestyle. It wasn't to me, it wasn't as bad as what people said. But I was it just reminded me the first time when I saw it, and I was just yeah. like, "Yo, what in the world?" Yeah, but I don't, but you know, but I guess Way kind of had a good point because I remember when um, do you remember the uh, the the Gucci Man shook one's freestyle? Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know, like it's I mean, but you just you, like it's like one of those things you just kind of respect because you can tell that he's actually like trying to do it, and if you, and if you really try to do it, like just like straight with like no kind of. No kind of um, uh, I don't like you know like you know like 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 the little like bridge lines you may say that like try to get back into it like to to, to get you like your thought your, like your thoughts like flowing again or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like if you just like do a straight cold turkey like how some of these people tend to do it, you know, everyone can't be a supernatural. I guess. 
I mean, but what he did is kind of, I mean, and O'Malley even said it. He was like, this is what we do in the studio when we coming up with songs. But you don't go on a radio and do that in front right. of people. Because then it just yeah, looks it does. bad. All right, so what was worse, the O'Malley freestyle or the, the Uzi Vert freestyle on Hot 97? I didn't even hear that. I heard about it a lot, but I didn't even delve now, into that. No, that shit. I think that shit was worse because, like, he even said that you know he didn't he didn't want like he did he didn't want like a like a nineties stuff like one of those nineties type beats. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> so it was just even it was I don't know it was pretty bad, but I wasn't surprised though. I mean that that's just not his lane. He's a rock star apparently. I thought that was Yachty. Uh, apparently, Yachty and Uzi Vert are both rock stars, and at least based on yeah. based on Uzi Vert's like ticket ticket sales in Oklahoma, like the lowest ticket you could get is sixty three dollars. Maybe that's there's some there's there's some truth to that. <laughs> this is my thing though. Like now with the streaming, like when you pull up Spotify, Title, or YouTube, you're not just getting hip hop for the most part. You're getting everything. So, you know, when we were younger, you know, you wore hip hop with a badge of honor and like, yeah, this is hip hop. And it was certain things that you did in hip hop. I sound like an old man, but like it's certain things that you did. Like you went to the radio and you rapped. And it's just like, this is what you do. But it's like people like now it, it like they just don't care. Like. I think, I think, you know, I, you know, I'm not one of these people that's like everything got to be all old and everything, but that's just something that you just do. Like, 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 am I wrong? <laughs> like whatever beat they put on, you just, you, you just go. I mean, well, I mean, I can, I can see both sides because I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't freestyle. I've, not, I've really never been interested in even learning how to freestyle that much, but. If I went to a radio station, you know, I would have like, you know, like I would have like a written prepared or something like that to say, like how a lot of rappers do anyway. But. um, Yeah, I mean, you got to come and you got to drop some shit like I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Meek Mill just did it on Flex. I mean, yeah, it was hard. But like a lot of people st- still do it, but. It's like it's a certain cutoff now where people just I ain't doing all that. And it's like people even they shun the term hip hop. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's what happens when, you know, people don't write their rhymes. And then it's like you know, if you don't want to be hip hop, that's cool, but everything that you're doing is in a hip hop lane. And you're benefiting off of it, but then you're not doing the shit that that's supposed to come with it. Like the thing that separates hip hop from other genres is like you are ready whenever to drop some. Like even now, I'm ready to drop some bars, and if I'm not, I'm gonna come off top, and it's not gonna be like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Well, I, I do think like the, the same way that, sh- that, you know, that we're in like, you know, weird state right now when it comes to album sales and and what is an album. I think the same thing um, is, is, you know, happening when it comes to like what an MC is or what a rapper is at this point. Because, I mean, the majority of these rappers now, they don't even rap yeah, it. They I mean, just like, yeah, I mean, like. Do do people still have ciphers? Do people still rap with each other? Like just 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 like like do people just rap just to rap anymore? No, I'm pretty sure they don't. <laughs> like I remember being at like I remember just being places and just walking up to a bunch of people I don't even know and just rapping. Well, <laughs> like I guess it doesn't. Well, that was anymore. that was before social media, so you don't got to do that anymore. Now you could just, you know, do a freestyle in your room, you know, on Vine, which is dead now, and just put it up on Twitter. I mean, I don't know. I think last time I did that might have been like three years ago, three, four years ago. It was at a hip hop event, but still, I don't know. It's 
you know, it is a, it is a weird time. But speaking of the singing thing, uh, Big Baby Drum, man, I like his album. He he sings and raps, and he's kind of in that same lane. But the, I think the difference with him is he's not mumbling. All of his stuff is like harm, like like it's harmonized together, right? And he he's just clear. And and the lyrics go together and make sense, and the songs have concepts. And he has songs with all these people, the Young Thugs and the Lil Yachty's and the Uzi Verts. But the songs make sense. Mm. Like they sound like songs. Mm. Well, I don't know. Maybe I will check it out eventually. And he's a dude who did that song. I like to cha cha. Yeah, I mean, he did that cha cha joint, which inspired Drake to do um, his song. But now he's back with the joint Broccoli with Lil Yachty on it. And then on the album, he has a bunch of ill songs. I don't know why. He just reminds me of Andre uh, 3000 for some reason. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll check. I don't know. Because I guess another thing, too, like the album cover, I just wasn't that interested in either. So, <laughs> But he, he, he keeps popping up. People keep posting them. So. Yeah, and then... um. Another dude is uh, A Boogie with the hoodie. I kind of like him. <laughs> like, his shit has no substance or anything, but, and sometimes you can't really understand what he's saying, but you can kind of tell he's saying something and it kind of goes together. <laughs> mm. That's that's one of the New York, the new New York rappers. You, mm. you got A Boogie, you got Don Q, you got Young M.A., Dave East. I've been mean to get into his album a bit shout out to him and shout out to uh wayno um who else is from new york that's out um i mean joe budden he's jersey but i like his project um and it wasn't what i was expecting from a rad music his beats are a bit more conventional but it fits gotta get the money somehow some way i guess right yeah. Shit. I mean, but um, you know, I'm I'm just trying to figure out like, what the hell I've been listening to. You keep saying all these names, and I'm like, well, I haven't really listened to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out what the hell I've been listening to, like on my walks and everything like that, like like old future. I've been listening to like uh the first H and I C. I've and uh I've been getting more into Marvin Gaye and shit. So um actually like the uh the song is that enough that that that, that you like so much off of uh which song uh, the 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 one where he's talking about paying attorney fees Oh yeah yeah attorney fees the uh 10 minute joint yeah. that they sampled Sip- for um uh Sipping on Yeah yeah so yeah so I've been I've been getting into into, into that um It's pretty yeah, yeah pretty interesting yeah, I mean, some of these artists, man. Whenever yeah. they hit rock bottom, they they make like they make like the best shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That's that's probably one of my favorite albums. I mean, I I, I love what's going on, but here, my dear, that's that's Marvin Gaye's. Um, that, like that's his joint. I mean, me. yeah, and like the fit, like you just reading like reading like more about the album and how like he like he was writing like a lot of these lyrics like to and from like his court hearings every day and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is dope, and then like um, and then you know, like, and then, like the fact that like, like the whole story behind it, like pretty much like that, like that his wife got like his wife got the money or his ex wife got the money from that album, and so he just decided yeah. to make a whole album dedicated to her, but make it but like but make the shit fly though. So, and then like yo, then like the like his like his core like his like him playing the, the keyboard like his chord progressions are crazy. Yeah, I mean, that that album, I mean, to me, Marvin Gaye is the best. Like, he's he's the Tupac of, of R&B, Motown, whatever, because he could flip it on any topic and just make it fly. You know, he could be conscious, he could do the chick joints, he could do the duets, he could do everything. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And and from my understanding, he started off sweeping in the studio, and then he was a session drummer, 
and then he was just so dope. Like he was one of the only people that Smokey Robinson didn't write for. Well, see, but that's the thing. But like, I think on Here My Dear, it's like one of the only albums where he wrote everything because usually he he didn't he didn't write himself. And that's another thing about the album because oh, okay. like uh, he just had all the shit on his mind because you can kind of because you can kind of see it unless I, what I was reading is wrong. But if you really like listen, and this is another thing about about the album overall. Like outside like the instrumentation, like in his like chord progressions, is like his lyrics. Half the time they don't even rhyme. Like he's literally just like singing words, but the melodies like keep them all like all together. So it it seems like he's rhyming. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think some of that he might have been freestyle. Like I think that one song that you just mentioned, I think he was kind of freestyling it because he just ends it. I need to smoke. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is a joke. I need to smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's shit. I don't. And then just let it ride out. I mean, well, I mean that's a, that's damn near almost every song on there though. That's the thing. So yeah. I mean I don't like that shit. And I think he only had maybe like two or three people, like the like two or three people that were, that were mainly in the studio with him. And like these for like these mm. are like some like in some of these like the melodies are like pretty like the, he has like six different melodies going on in one song. I mean, shit, the shit is like, fuck, it's, it's awesome, and like, even like the way it's mixed down and everything like that, like, it's kind of reminiscent of, uh, reminiscent of what's going on, but I would argue it's a bit more psychedelic, in a sense. Yeah. And even what's going on, they didn't want him to do that. And then after that, he started a trend. Yeah. Yeah, then Steve. They wanted more um, sexual healing. He was like, "Nah, I got to talk about what's going on." <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, but th- but then like because um, I was I was looking at I looked at a documentary about him, and then like because he made what's going on after uh, was it Mary Wells the the the, the one the, the woman that he had the duets with, and she died, and he was like locked in his house for like a year or something like that or two years. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Tammy Tammy Terrell. Terrell, yeah. And then he just figured he just wanted to talk about what's going on. <laughs> but then, like, when he did the whole sexual healing thing and, like, how... Yeah, Tammy Terrell's whole shit was... Oh, yo, yeah. the sexual healing shit, like, when he went to fucking, um... He went to Europe, like, to clean himself up, and then he, like, he made that, like, that album, and then he came back and got fucked up again. <laughs> yo, like... Yo, L.A. Be, yo, L.A. messes people up, yo. I don't, I, I don't understand it. Because I, I just wasn't impressed when I was there. Like, I can see it, but, like, the weather, I just can't see it. I just can't be in a place where the weather doesn't change. Man, I need, to, I need that right now. I'm, I'm cold right now. Oh, shit. I don't, man, I, don't, I don't know if you will like it. Because, I mean, just, yo, it's like 90 degrees every day. Every day. No change. Mm. Well, I mean, boy, no, boy, no, boy it gets cold at night. I but. think. I think with my corporate situation, I got discounts on flights and hotels and vacation time, so I might just hop out there one of these days <laughs> and take a look around. Yeah, well, I hear South Central is nice, is, is nice around this time of year. <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, looks like we hitting close to an hour. I think it's time to wrap this joint. Yeah. So uh, we definitely thank you for checking out this episode of the Channel Ten Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think let's drop this one before we uh drop the other one that we have in the in the banks, just because this is a bit more current. And then um. You know, we're going to keep it rocking. Keep checking us out. Channel10podcast.com. Uh, check out the Wu-Tang Podcast. Wu-TangPodcast.com. SingardSuperior.com. TheAlmightyAR.com. VeganRapNerd.com. 410MusicFactory.com. Got a lot of plugs. And, um... Yeah, yeah. We out. Peace. Peace. Feeling this here. Yeah, son. Feel it, man. Roll up, son. You gotta just do it, yeah, yo. Man. Yo, roll up, man. On it's a different channel, son. Roll up. On, man. Roll up. Watch the channel, son.
different plane now, man. It's all good. Well, what up? All good, baby, in every hood, Rich. son. Well, what up? Yep. CNN, Network Channel 10. It's on again. Network Street Network niggas is grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. CNN, Network, Network Channel 10. Network. It's on again. Street niggas that's grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace. Cast more beef.